Welcome, Castleberry. It is now time to have a casual conversation for the beneficial good of our community. The show you are about to listen to is called What's Up, Castleberry? And now it is my absolute pleasure to introduce to you your hosts, Andy and Drew, along with producer Robin. What's up, podcast listeners? It's Andy. It's Drew. We're back with yes! number 98 of the 98! Very podcast. <laughs> Producer Robin is she's grimacing at the enthusiasm of Andy and I, but we cannot wait to be with you. We are Castleberry residents, friends that love to have conversations about all things happening in Castleberry. And oh boy, do we have quite the hot episode this time. There's a Oh, Drew. Drew, this episode is like drinking from a fire hose. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to catch on fire and go viral. (laughs) It's so hot. That's right, Andy. We have a conversation with the interim Seminole County Fire Chief Matt Kinley just around the corner. But before we get there, we've got lots of information to share, jokes to share, news to report on. Andy, this is very, very important. You are back, my friend. We missed you last week. How was your time in England visiting your dad? Yeah, I understand the ratings were up last week when I wasn't here. (laughs) That's great. But no, I had a great time in England. It was my dad's 75th birthday and he didn't know I was coming. So I was a surprise and we had this cool little reunion where I just kind of snuck up behind him and tapped him on the shoulder and it was just a a powerful moment. You know, during my downtime in England, I was uh, launching a brand new podcast, What's Up England uh, as well. So, I mean, maybe we'll go global one day. (laughs) Or at least I was sowing the seeds for that. But I I came back, Drew, and I brought my mother back with me. She's visiting us and the kids. And we were talking about the podcast the other day. And I don't know if you remember, because this isn't episode 98, but on episode like zero one, you know, a pilot episode, my mom was sitting in the recording studio with us. I vaguely remember that. And it was about this time of year, right? Because the Christian yep. help, uh, serve event was going on. And yeah, she was there helping out. And I do, I do recall that. Well, yeah. hi, Miss Searles. Nice to, nice <laughs> to have you here in America. And thank you for letting Andy kind of come back here. We're, we're glad. <laughs> Almost 100 episodes ago. Since you just visited your dad <laughs> and had a good quality visit with him across the pond, I think it's only time that we turn our attention <laughs> to the dad joke of the week. All right, here we go. Andy, before I start, do you have any dad jokes or Doug jokes? I do. I've been I've been saving them up. I'm so so excited. Well, let's, All right. let's rattle off a bunch because I've got three. So we'll okay. rattle off mine and then you'll, you'll okay. hit yours and we'll get the, the laugh track going, Robin, and hopefully lots of... Uh, <laughs> we, w- we won't need it. We won't need a track. This is just so good. All right. My doctor emailed me the other day asking for my blood type. I replied... Typo. <laughs> Typo. Got Typo. It. Okay. Uh, you know, you know, we often joke about Robin being our Beyonce. You, yeah. Do, you, you know, real life Beyonce is is married to Jay Z. Right. Do, do you know what he called her before they were married? What he called Beyonce before they were married? No. What? Yeah. Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. The Bay yeah. Hive. Bay Hive. I love it. Yeah. Okay. 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 One more. One more. Right, one more. Uh, seriously. Uh, I got a job in a factory that makes Dracula figures. There's only actually two of us on that line, though. So I have to make every second count. 
<laughs> that one took me a minute. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, good stuff. Very nice. Very nice. Um, all right, I'll give you. I'll give you one of uh, of listener and and Andy and Robin. I'm reading a horror book in Braille. <laughs> I'm learning Braille in case you in case I didn't share that. You can't even say that with a straight face. I know that's bad. I'm reading a horror book in Braille. Something bad is going to happen. I can feel it. <laughs> the dad jokes of the week. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually talking about dads and, and sons. Um, Drew, my, my son has actually been uh, eating electrical cords. And so I, I asked someone, what do I do? And he says, well, you should ground him until he conducts himself <laughs> properly. <laughs> Nice. A bonus. He threw it in. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> I feel like behind your screen, Andy, there's just like a, a whole document. Totally prompter full of jokes. You know, That's he right. used to hate this segment and now we can oh, get him to shut up. I mean that in my uh, respectful way, Pastor. I'll still deny it if anyone says do I like him. <laughs> It is now time for your local update about things happening in your community. It is now time for Castleberry in the News. Now, we mentioned this last episode, but it is worth repeating. The Santa Run is occurring all over town. That's right. Each and every day this week, as of this recording, December 6th through the 9th, there has been Santa Claus, along with several elves. Uh, in fact, one of the elves may or may not be my neighbor um, mm-hmm. on my street. And uh, it's been a real joy to, to hear each evening the, the fire truck go by. We're going to have our conversation with Matt Kinley from the Seminole County Fire Department in just a little bit. But uh, yeah, to have the fire truck go around and throw out candy. Uh, my son was out there on Tuesday night of this recording, and he actually caught uh, via my, my, my wife, a, uh, a stuffed, a stuffed teddy bear dog. It was really cool stuffed dog. And so made his Christmas, no doubt. I'm sure lots of other kids and families have, have had memories. So we're I'm just really thankful for our city for, for putting that together. Uh, Andy, have you been outside? Have you seen the, the truck go by or uh, well I've, I've 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 heard it in fact I think I've heard it every night which just shows you what a small city Castleberry is or or how loud those sirens are but I love that our city does it our podcast partner is Kelly Financial Solutions if you're looking for a mortgage solution that will truly work for you then look no further than Kelly Financial Solutions they offer home loan options that you won't find anywhere else not even at the big bank down the street. A mortgage is a huge decision. And it's critical that you get the right terms that truly work for you. Kelly Financial Solutions team has more than a decade of mortgage experience. And we combine this knowledge with national partnerships, amazing service to deliver one-of-a-kind mortgage options with the lowest rates possible. Travis Kelly has been a, a supporter of this podcast and is the Chamber of Commerce president in Castleberry. Travis Kelly is a supporter of this podcast and has become a dear friend of Andy and I, I'd love it if you gave Travis a call. You can connect with him and the Kelly Financial Solutions team at 407-618-1176. That's 407-618-1176. Thank you, Kelly Financial Solutions. 
Welcome back to the show, listeners. Once again, our favorite part, because we get to talk less and hear from someone important and influential in our community. And today we have a gentleman who certainly fits that definition. His name is Matt Kinley. And just very, very recently, he took over the leadership of our Seminole County Fire Department as our interim chief. Welcome, Matt, to our conversation today. Good afternoon. Very happy to be here. So well, Matt, by way of introduction and icebreaker, we'd just like to ask some kind of fun, funky, rapid fire questions. And let me start off with this. If, if your life were a movie right now, and I realize that there's probably a little bit of transition going on as you step into this new role. If your life were a movie, how would you define the scene that you're in right now? Well, if you're taking just a snapshot of right now with uh, the first week acting as the interim fire chief, I would look at the scene at the beginning of Top Gun where uh, Tom Cruise is getting strapped into a, 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 a an airplane that's going to go Mach 2 and get slingshot off of a aircraft carrier. <laughs> well, I hope you're holding on tightly. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. And like him on off that aircraft carrier, there's a whole group of people that are beside him and behind him that are helping him be successful. And I very much am feeling that right now, too. That's a great, great call. A great answer. I would love to know you and all your fellow firefighters are so familiar with going around, traversing all around Seminole County. Do you have a, a particular spot, a, a park or a restaurant or just a place that you really enjoy that, that you find to be very relaxing or beautiful in Seminole County? Well, we're very lucky in Seminole County. I've lived here for the majority of my life. So yeah, you're, you're right. Not only from the fire department, just knowing uh, knowing the area. Uh, my family and I really love the, the parks, the trail system, the rivers that we can go down, uh, just getting out in the nature and getting to see and interact in that way. Obviously, Seminole County is Florida's natural choice. Uh, so that, that's it, it's very true. And that's why we live here. Now, as soon as you assume a position of leadership within anywhere in Seminole County, you have to add county of, was it natural choice into your vocabulary, <laughs> use it a whole lot more, right? Is that is that no, part of some no, contract? No, <laughs> no that's all, that was already in my vocabulary. I've been in this fire department for over 20 years and I've lived here most of my life. So it, it's not just a slogan. It really is the way that it is in Seminole County. Yeah, it's we, we're very blessed to live here. It's a beautiful place. We really wanted to have some other cool places. There's a lot of fire stations across the county. There's 20 of them. You can always visit one of those. That's always a good visit, too. That would be interesting, Drew. We could go on like a tour of Seminole County Fire Departments. That's actually a question I had, Matt, is what was the first station that you served? Uh, my very first station was Station 34, which is out in what is considered the Payola area, northwest corner of the county by the Seminole Town Center Mall. Very first station I was at, I had a fantastic crew, great lieutenant, mentors as firefighters, uh, really had a good time there. So going back to those early days, Matt, you've been in the fire department for 20 years now. What was it that first motivated you to, to get started and get involved and to want to become a firefighter? It actually was kind of a natural transition for me uh, in a couple of ways. Again, athlete in high school, a little bit of college. uh, I love the team, the aspect that the fire service brings. Uh, But the biggest part is this is kind of a family tradition. Uh, My grandfather was a uh, firefighter and a fire chief in uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Uh, My dad is one of the founding members of the Seminole County Fire Department. He was the fire chief of what was then the volunteer for City Fire Department. 
So it's, as we're talking, I'm looking at the, the front of my office and I've got a line of helmets up there. I've got my grandfather who's unfortunately no longer with us, but I've got his first and last helmet. I've got my first helmet and the helmets as I've come up through the ranks. And um, I'm sure at some point in time, my dad will see fit that and, and feel confident that I'm not going to mess it up. and give me, <laughs> give me his helmets. You, You've got amazing. a strong, strong legacy to live up to there. Let me go along that that line of thinking then, since you are a third generation firefighter, and what would you say be a piece of advice that your father or grandfather gave you in regards to the, the duty and, and the work that you do? Well, I mean, as a fireman, know your job, <laughs> know every tool on your truck, know the road networks uh, of where you serve uh, so that you can get to where you're dispatched to, work hard and listen. <laughs> and I found that served me very well throughout my career. Now, Matt, do you have you have any kids that are looking to continue this family legacy? I hope not. I've got two girls, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's it's not an easy job. Not that they couldn't, because yeah. they could do whatever they want to. But it, it is a hard it's a hard job to be in. You physically hard, and you see a lot of things that can really haunt you throughout yeah. your life. Uh, I've had those conversations with with my, my family, and they still remember things from 40, 50 years ago that they just stick with you. So it's it's a hard line of work. But if they would like to do that, that's up to them. I'll, I'll help yeah. them any way I can. No, I, I hear your girl dad parental care coming out then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very protective. That's good. That's good. Obviously, you got this this legacy, this history in Seminole County. You said that was it your dad or your, your granddad who was involved when it was just a volunteer service. Talk, talk to us a little bit about the growth of the department, you know, over the years and, and where we are now in terms of scope, size, and, and influence. Well, back in 1974, when the Seminole County Fire Department came into existence, there was numerous volunteer fire departments throughout the county, and it basically consolidated the efforts of all of those under one department. At that point in time, I again, I was, I was just talking to our very first fire chief the other day, Chief Gary Kaiser, that we've got a new hire class of 35 that are coming on here uh, that we're, we've got going through training and they'll graduate our academy in the middle of next month and coming into service. And he's like, oh my goodness, that's almost the same amount of people of the entire fire department at the time. Uh, <laughs> I think if we had 20 more in there, it's the size of that fire department. We've grown <laughs> now to, we're at 482 firefighters, including the fire chief of special, all special class, special risk, 20 fire stations. We've merged with city departments over the last 20 years, first being Altamont. Uh, then we merged with Winter Springs and most recently Castleberry. So we've taken on all of those different municipalities and providing the fire service there. We're up to 20 fire stations. We have a new one uh, that's in the plans, uh, going through the process of getting ready to build out in the Payola area because that's grown up so much. So soon to be 21 stations, uh, just continue to grow and, and grow. Castleberry, because we're talking we're talking very much about Castleberry, that yeah. came over in 2015. Two stations, 25 and 21. Uh, we had 42 Castleberry personnel that merged into the Seminole County Fire Department, many of which are still here uh, serving proudly. Uh, some still in the, at those stations serving Castleberry. Others have moved out to different parts of the county. Matt, I was super curious just regarding the current firefighters from the Castleberry Department. Did did many of them stay when they got absorbed into the county? But it sounds like you said they, they, they did. Many, oh, many every, everyone came over. We have uh, firefighters and lieutenants that have risen up into the chief ranks. 
we've got an assistant chief. We've got uh, actually a couple, a couple of assistant chiefs, battalion chiefs, many lieutenants, and lots of firefighters. Uh, everyone is. That's been a very cool thing to see uh, in my tenure with these merges with these fire departments. Mm-hmm that everybody tends to worry that you're going to, you, you lose your culture, uh, m- making those mergers. And I, I see it, we're just adding others' cultures uh, mm. to our own. And everyone has contributed. It, it just, it, mm. fire service, uh, we're all we're all out to do the same thing. We're here to save yeah. lives and protect property. Uh, that mission doesn't change wherever you go. That's so true. And I love the openness to welcoming in different ideas and philosophies, but but with the same goal. Uh, Matt, you mentioned just the, the concept that we're growing. We have 20 stations. We're going to be adding a 21st. We're bringing in new firefighters here in the future. Could you let folks in? We probably have some listeners that either themselves or, or their children or grandchildren interested in perhaps pursuing a career in the fire department one day. What, what does that look like, the process of becoming a, a Seminole County firefighter? Well, first thing you got to do is graduate high school. <laughs> you got you got to get that out. You got to get that mm-hmm. out of the way. So the shortest path is once you get out of high school, uh, you got to go through EMT, Emergency Medical Technician School, and Firefighter Minimum Standards. Usually, taking both of those takes you about a year. Um, at that t- at that point in time, you're minimally qualified uh, to get into a fire department. You can start applying to anywhere in the Central Florida area, preferably us, and get hired on. Once hired on or even before, next step is becoming a paramedic. A lot of people think that uh, all we do is go out and put out fires, uh, deal with car wrecks. No, we're an all-hazards, all-service fire department. big part of our business, for lack of a better term, is the emergency medical response part of it. And so we want people to become paramedics. Once you're a paramedic, you can start delivering all the, the amazing drugs that we that we have that we can do, operating the, the, the defibrillators, um, doing innovation, starting IVs. Uh, that is anywhere between 70, 80 percent of what our business is at this point is doing the, the, the EMS. Then if you want to move up through the ranks, uh, you need some more schooling. Definitely need to get your associate's degree, work up through and getting your bachelor's. We have multiple people with their master's degrees. It's a lifelong education. I think Drew's asking, Matt, because he's got a one-year-old, and I saw a picture of his child uh, with a fire truck the other day as Santa was driving around Castleberry, too. So I, I think Dr- Drew's taking notes on what the process looks like. But but let's let's talk about the purpose as, as well. What is it that's most satisfying for you about being uh, uh, in the fire department? But where does that satisfaction, that, that intrinsic motivation come from? So there are a couple aspects there, uh, me personally, just talking about the uh, time through the fire department. And I, and I know most people feel have kind of the same motivations. You want to help people. That's really a, a, a life of service. As I spoke earlier, you, you see a lot of bad things. You go to a lot of, a lot of calls. I mean, there, there's a lot of death. But then we have things that keep you going. We've done here recently uh, having uh, life-saving awards. Uh, we try to do some reunification with people that have had successful outcomes. And I know that our firefighters recently has experienced it. I've experienced it through my my career where you're just sitting around the station doing some training, um, cleaning, getting ready to have lunch and and walk somebody that you ran on a month ago that you never would have thought was going to survive. And they walk into the fire station and they're alive. And that's having that interaction really keeps you going. Uh, for me recently, uh, I've really enjoyed here the last couple of weeks. I've Because of the new role that I'm in, I've had the opportunity to pin new lieutenants, promote them to that rank. Mm -hmm. Uh, And seeing the people that I've 
I've worked with uh, that I've had an opportunity to mentor sometimes is really gratifying just for me. Let me then kind of follow up, Matt, if you don't mind, with a with a question just in kind of the, the a day in the life. There's not always fires 24-7, thankfully. <laughs> but what does a day when when you're on duty and kind of having oversight of, of several of the different departments there, what is a day in the life of your job look like? My, my job, is, uh, you're seeing my job. I get to go out and talk about our fire department. <laughs> obviously, a lot of, a lot of the, the budgeting and, and making sure that we get all the equipment and resources that the people need. The more fun part is when they're out in the field. Come into work in the morning, you've got a million dollar piece of apparatus with tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment that they're on them. You need to check that equipment out, every piece of it, every day, uh, to make sure it's in absolute top working order because you don't know when you're going to need to use it and that it's going to assist you in saving a life. From hoses and, and nozzles uh, for squirting water, to extrication equipment to be able to cut a car away from a person that's been in a, an auto accident, high lift jacks, all the amazing medications, narcotics, uh, defibrillators, and compression devices to help do CPR. Of course, while you're in the middle of of checking out that truck, then you're going to get a call. (laughs) And you get your multiple calls throughout the day. You never know what you're going to. They try to give you a heads up of what type of call that it may be. But I've gone to what was somebody smells smoke to you had a blazing blazing fire when you get there. After that, you come back, you finish checking out your truck. And then outside of the calls, the biggest part of the day is training. We do a tremendous amount of training. Mm. Uh, we have a world-class training center here in the center of the county, uh, which we'll bring people up to, which have confined space props a burn building where we can set fires in so that you get used to the conditions. Uh, We've got a a multi-story tower for dragging hoses up. We do rope rescue type of training off of that. We've got, we've got everything that you could possibly have multiple rooms in there that simulate meth labs. (laughs) We've got our own uh, EMS simulation lab where we have dummies uh, that are hooked up to computers that will breathe, will talk to you, eyes blink. Fake blood will come out when you start IVs. You have to use that simulation to train as much as you possibly can to be ready for that next call. That's amazing, the level of detail that that, that you go to, Matt. Hey, we really enjoyed part one of our conversation with the interim chief of the fire department. Matt Kinley, check back with us next week for part two. As we close out this week's episode, Andy, would you leave us with an inspirational quote? Yes, sir. Our quote today is from Bill Bradley, who says this, ambition is the path to success. Persistence is the vehicle that you arrive in. I I love this quote for so many reasons. I think it's directive. I think it uh, lays out a path for us. It encourages us to keep moving forward. And ambition is in some ways the fuel that motivates us to get where we want to go. But often that fuel runs out and all that we have left is persistence, uh, persistence and persistence to say, I'm going to get there. I'm going to do it. I'm going to accomplish. I'm going to meet my goals. I'm going to fulfill these hopes. Ambition is the path to success. Persistence is the vehicle that you arrive in. Thanks, Bill Bradley, for that metaphor and for those words of inspiration. 
Excellent. Thank you, Andy. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to this week's episode of the What's Up Castleberry podcast, a casual conversation about our community. This podcast has been produced by the lovely and talented Beyonce-like Robin Kepi. For more information, please check out our website, Facebook page, Instagram, or podcast feed. Just search What's Up Castleberry. If you haven't already, like and subscribe to our podcast. Share it with a friend. Give us a rating and a review. Until next time, we hope you have a great week.